Hi, Allison. Hi, Michael. Welcome, everyone, to Dean's Discuss, a weekly podcast where we dive into research being done at UC Davis, uh, both by the College of Medicine and the College of Veterinary Medicine. And today we're going to pick up uh, really where we left off last week. Uh, last week, we talked a lot about innovations and the various things that have uh, come out of both of our schools for innovation. And today we're going to extend that a little further, aren't we? Yes, that's right. We're going to talk about how we collaborate with business in research and how we're in the process of creating Aggie Square, a Sacramento-based research hub that brings academics, business, and community together. It's all in the name of innovation. I think this is a natural topic. You know, a, a lot of uh, folks in the public really want to know at the university, because you have all this innovative research and, you know, we talked about the technologies and the different uh, types of drugs and therapies last week, but they really want to know how does it practically come to market? How do you take those ideas, those creations, and and really have a practical application that you know really addresses real world problems? And I think that's really a reflection of our mission as a land grant university, you know, because we were created to do that. And so, in the COVID pandemic, is a natural to to talk about. How do we take those ideas, innovations, all those great things our interdisciplinary collaboration are doing and, and get those out into the market? But one of the things we might want to start with is there might be people out there that aren't as familiar with the concept uh, of our campus of Aggie Square. So what's, what's, what's that all about, Allison? So um, Aggie Square is the brainchild of Chancellor May. Um, and it's really um, bringing together the two campuses, the Sacramento campus and the Davis campus. And there will be research, uh, new lab space. Uh, there'll be um, continuing education. Uh, there'll be a community in terms of uh, food and there's the Alice Waters Food Institute. Um, and so there's gonna be a myriad of activities uh, there will be students from the Davis campus on Aggie Square. Um, Aggie Square is about a stone's throw from my office. And so it has a real uh, pipeline uh, to the medical school and to the hospital. But it's, it's truly going to bring both of the Sacramento and Davis campuses together in a hub. You know, one of the things I really love about Aggie Square is it's going to bring um, the community into the health system and the schools of medicine, engineering, um, you know, there's going to be all kinds of people there. Um, we're going to be training people to do work that is in labs. And so it's also about bringing jobs to the community, you know, um, it's so exciting to have people working in the stem cell lab and doing other innovative things in the, in the community. But one thing about Aggie Square is it's gonna bring uh, business in together with our researchers to partner to do really great things. And, and that's uh, just a unique thing that UC Davis brings. Yeah, it builds off of uh, what you know the Office of Research and the various units around campus have been doing for a number of years. And, We've been investing uh, time and effort into how do we translate the science into real world problems. And um, for example, in the Office of Research, the investments in what we call STAIR grants or translational grants that allow our faculty that do have ideas uh, that want to take them to market, help them. Um, so we have a, a portfolio of things that we offer at the university to help faculty. And it ranges. Uh, it ranges from at the very idea stage, they may be interested in, well, what is tech transfer? And what does that mean, tech transfer? 
you know, taking that idea and getting the uh, intellectual property of that, uh, maybe to the point of eventually a patent. But it's well beyond that. Faculty need help doing that. And so that bridge within the Office of Research builds that through a variety of ways. Uh, we collaborate across campus again. Uh, Graduate School of Management has the Child's Institute of Innovation and Entrepreneurship, and we've taken advantage. We collaborate between the two schools for that. And this foundation really helps because when those ideas come to market, you know, we think about, well, how can we take that to the biomedical arena and Aggie Square fits in really well there, as you said, because it's a, it's a physical location right next to a major uh, academic uh, health system and hospital. And to have it there in Sacramento is attractive to different companies that may not necessarily come to Davis. So, you know, I think, what are some of the examples of, of companies or technology that may be in uh, the COVID arena that might be translated to something like that, Allison? So some simple things are um, in our stem cell area, we actually made the viral media to do the testing. That's a very concrete example of things that helped with uh, uh, COVID. Uh, you know, we printed, we're working on um, uh, some 3D printing and things like that. But the other thing that um, is coming down the pike is things like you know, apps and healthcare, and there's a lot of real innovation that's going to go on. So I like to say we've been doing a virtual Aggie Square. Um, you know, Aggie Square, the brown, groundbreaking is in the next year. Uh, but I'd like to say that we've been really doing it virtually, bridging the causeway, so to speak. Um, it's so exciting to really be able to think about um, partnering with industry. So, you know, there's a vaccine company that has a unique delivery system that is partnering with the mouse biology group on main campus. Um, that's really unique and something that we can um, uh, really build on. Uh, the, the California uh, Primate Center is another one mm -hmm. uh, that is partnering with our health system to really, and, and your school and others to really understand about you know, the response to COVID. So um, Aggie Square is going to be incredible because um, I don't think there's any institution like UC Davis that has all these talents. Your absolutely incredible vet school that is number one in the world, um, a top-ranked school of medicine and school of nursing, partnered with our engineering school, business school, and so many others. And there'll be undergrads on the Aggie Square campus too. So, um, and there'll be housing for them. So it's gonna be like a little city uh, right in my backyard. So it's very exciting. Congratulations, by the way, on your, uh, I think your, your, um, your hospital was recently, um, parts of your hospital were recently ranked uh, nationally in multiple areas. So um, uh, congratulations on that. And, and that kind of reputation brings companies that want to collaborate with, then uh, they want to be associated with the university. And why would they? Well, one of the reasons why is that we're really good at early stage idea development. So um, that, that means the, the, the next wave of what's next. And that may take the form of something that might be very basic. As you mentioned, you know, a basic media it could be a cell process. It could yep. be an approach to a vaccine. Uh, they start with the faculty, they start with the students, 
you know, where they're dreaming up and they're thinking, how do I solve this problem? Or how does this work? Why does that reaction in the body happen? And then they ask questions and form hypothesis, form basic research. So it might be developed from something like that that develops a drug, for example, to block an effect. You know, so that's an example that a lot of people could relate to that how drugs are developed. But it could be a practical device. Um, for example, I, I saw recently there were some um, innovations in uh, ventilators um, yep. that came out, I believe, of uh, bioengineering in your school. Um, what was that? What was that about? So they were doing 3D printing to print part of ventilators. You know, I think COVID really just stimulated the innovation in everyone. Mm. Um, you know, one thing that is um, is the CERM grant, and we have a large stem cell group. And so some people have uh, thought about using stem cell to deal with COVID, uh, but it's a huge uh, number of people who are working on stem cells and gene editing in that um, in that facility that's uh, right next to Aggie Square. So it's really going to put everybody side by side. Uh, we're actively talking to multiple different kind of businesses in, in healthcare innovation to see if they want to be partners with us. The idea is that we would have our faculty um, uh, working in their labs and businesses would have uh, their work, uh, of, of course, separate, uh, but that there would be lots of uh, grassroots, unique, um, organic collaboration uh, between these. And of course, our faculty are very innovative. You know, they have uh, multiple startups and we really want to promote innovation. So um, mm. I think uh, that's been just in the DNA, so to speak, of UC Davis. I heard that today at the at what we call Lung Day, uh, which yes. you're you're sponsored, and you and I were were on that virtually. And uh, at Lung Day, of course, which is so topical because of COVID, you know, obviously that's one of the primary organs attacked by the virus. And what was really uh, great about that—that's the 11th annual Lung Day. It's not like they just started uh, focusing in on that. And there was some really uh, amazing research uh, that's being done. To, to look at ways in which the virus can be blocked from entering cells and or the effect it has on the lung. And there's a lot of researchers that are coming together around that because we know that that's an organ that's damaged. Uh, we know the immune system uh, is attacking sometimes overly ab abundantly uh, and causing damage. And that stem cell therapy and other type of therapies are novel ways that you can uh, regulate the immune system. And the interesting thing is um, you have the Institute of Regenerative Cures there in Sacramento, and we have a Veterinary Institute of Regenerative Cures of Cures in uh, Davis. And so what's, what's really fascinating sometimes is we'll have parallel studies, uh, both at Davis and in Sacramento, addressing very similar problems, but in different ways. Uh, one of those is imaging, uh, which I'm fascinated about. Uh, the chancellor just awarded yes, uh, innovation, innovation uh, award. Right, right, Can you tell right. us a little bit about that? So, right. Uh, two of our investigators, um, uh, Simon Cherry and uh, Ramsey Bawadi, he was, they both were awarded um, the Chancellor's Innovation Award, and they have an incredible story. It's 15 years in the making. They, um, they uh, decided that PET imaging needed to be quicker with a lower dose. 
and that they not can, not my pets and over in my no area. no 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 oh, okay. no no uh, humans although they oh, do yeah. pets I mean obviously you do pets but um, uh, so pet imaging is where you um, you do some radioactive tracer in the body. And usually you have to sit for a long time and you need to use high doses. And so they uh, developed uh, actually the, 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 the prototype of the machine and it is a long tube. And so you can be imaged very quickly with very low doses. Um, they got funding from the NIH. They persisted over 15 mm -hmm. years. It is an incredible story of a vision and persistence. And uh, they ended up partnering um, with an uh, imaging company, and the, uh, the devices have been sold and are out, um, and people are getting the care. Um, and it opens up lots and lots of research opportunities because you can see so much uh, with the clarity of the machine. And I think that's, um, in my sim simple explanation, is that's because the tube is very long. Instead of having to push someone through, you just put them in the tube and it's like, snap, take a picture. Yeah, so this, yeah. it's really been um, amazing. Um, uh, and they are incredibly um, just gracious and brilliant um, individuals. Uh, and I was so pleased to see them recognized. You know, it's just the time for innovation and time to recognize people. And, you know, as um, we're dealing with COVID, uh, you know, it's so wonderful that we're able to recognize people who have brought so much and worked so hard for so many years. Very well deserved uh, and a fascinating story, as you said, uh, you know, that PET or positive emission tomography is really a cutting edge technique. And they took it to the next level, I think. It, it really reminds me a little bit like Star Wars. And that fits very well with our chancellor who loves Star Wars, yes. uh, in which we're really scanning the whole body. Um, we were able to collaborate with them at the vet school, as you know, to look at animals with active lesions using that same technology. Now we're doing dogs and doing whole body scanning for dogs for metastatic cancer, for example. So it's, it's really a fascinating technology, but as it relates to COVID, it can really be very helpful because that technology, unlike some of the other technologies, detects very active lesions. So it, it's very precise. And as you mentioned, it has less uh, radiation effects on the body because you are able to, to do the whole body in such a way. So that's an example, I think, of where an idea uh, was developed at a university. It was a collaboration with a company who uh, then had sought funding from a federal source, NIH in this case, and then had the supportive uh, background within bioengineering and medicine and vet med on a campus to bring it to reality. And uh, we were one of the first campuses to offer that. I think that's the dream, uh, a great example of how Aggie Square can operate, where we have an idea, we support it at a campus level, we may have to put pilot funding into it to help our faculty get larger grants. And then those grants allow them to attract the attention of companies to bring them here. And I think the, the, the idea of an incubator space or shared space uh, really allows that, um, that, that to come uh, to bear in terms of practical uh, outcomes. So that's a, that's a great example. 
So one of the other examples, as I said, we're doing virtual Aggie Square. Um, uh, so the provost office, Office of Research and School of Medicine developed these craft grants, which are basically a couple, about 300,000 of seed funding and did exactly that to start innovation in the COVID space. And so um, I think as of today, we have brought in for COVID of UC Davis $2.2 million uh, since uh, January when all this started. And some of that was because we were able to give money to people to say, okay, go out and get yourself some preliminary data. Yeah. Our listeners may not know what preliminary data is, but it is really gold. So um, you cannot get NIH funding or really any funding from either a foundation or the National Institute of Health without um, what we call preliminary data. And that means that your idea somewhat works, whether that's in the lab or on a computer or whatever. It means you have to have something to show that you have thought it through and be able to demonstrate with some data. And so by doing that, I think we were able to jumpstart people to go off and submit. It's incredible the number of uh, funding sources that are out there for COVID. And um, I really um, applaud the Office of Research, uh, the Vice Chancellor of Research for uh, working with us. And uh, we really jumped on. You said it was the 11th Yulung Day. This was today the 11th research town hall that he and I hosted. Oh, fantastic. And that's been so much fun because it's really brought uh, cross-causeway collaboration. So like I say, it's a little bit of a virtual Aggie Square because that's what we think Aggie Square is going to be. It's going to be cross-causeway collaboration all in our in the backyard here behind me in Sacramento. That's exactly right. And, you know, one of the things I think also uh, when we think of innovation, it may involve uh, data uh, and how we handle data, how we uh, look at uh, mathematical modeling of data, um, how we catalog viruses. One of the projects that's really exciting is things like the Global Virome Project. And you think, well, what is that? Well, that's kind of a cataloging of all of the viruses that cause human disease. And the value of, of resources like that at a university is sharing. And so the data is sharing through apps and through databases and having data scientists analyze it that also attracts uh, commercial interest because they want to, to also, they may have their own data as well and how to handle the data, how to express the data, how to do modeling of the data to predict disease. And a lot of companies are very interested in things like that or devices. Um, we've been approached by a lot of companies about remote monitoring. And in this Zoom thing that we're all involved in, that's a good example, telehealth, uh, which your school is very oh, involved in. Telehealth. Huge, huge. Oh, yeah. It's been incredible. Um, we had 10 visits a day uh, before COVID and now then in the really intense time, it went up to about 1500. Now it's about steady state at about 650. And mm -hmm. you know, there's a lot of things you can do, dermatology, psychiatry, oh. remotely. There's also, you know, apps. Um, I know the School of Engineering is working on an app for contact tracing. Mm -hmm. So um, really, everybody's been so kind of all in on uh, getting on board to try to figure out ways to fight this disease. And then it's spilled over to new relationships and collaboration. 
you know, I think some people don't realize how strong the UC system is. I mean, it's a significant part of an NIH portfolio when, and really together, um, the UCs are also collaborating on COVID. So uh, with uh, lots of partnerships across the uh, five health systems and six schools of medicine, it's really been incredible. Yeah, I was just looking at some of the data recently and there's been, you know, just in the last year alone, I was looking at the Office of Research, over 150 invention disclosures, uh, 98 patent, uh, $10 million in royalty, 14 startup companies. And, um, you know, those are examples of, of that innovation uh, coming to, to full bear on how it comes to market. So, you know, certainly Aggie Square will, will uh, be an, an incubator for that, uh, taking it from the virtual, as you mentioned, to the reality. And uh, I'm really excited about that, that happening. Allison, this has been a great conversation. And, you know, let's talk about uh, the topic for next week, which are the effects of these um, changes are going to have on our uh, medical and research communities. Well, I'm really looking forward to that one, Michael. There's a lot to unpack there. Zoom meetings, mental health, physician burnout. We're all going to figure out how to combat that. Yeah. Well, I'm Michael Lermore, Dean of the School of Veterinary Medicine, and you've been listening to Dean's Discuss COVID podcast. And be sure to subscribe so you see all of our episodes. And I'm Allison Brashear, the Dean of the UC Davis School of Medicine. We welcome your questions and ideas on future topics. You can email us at deansdiscuss at ucdavis.edu. And in the meantime, you can visit ucdavis.edu backslash COVID-19 uh, for the latest coronavirus research update from UC Davis. We'll see you next week. See you. Thank you. Thank you.